Arkansas has been breaking records this week, but not the good kind. Driven by the highly contagious Omicron variant of the coronavirus, new reported cases in the state have topped 10,000 a day for most of the past two weeks. And as a result, more Arkansans are hospitalized with COVID-19 now than ever before. And here in Northwest Arkansas, we're approaching an all-time high in hospitalizations. Welcome to today's edition of the Know the News podcast, brought to you by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rusty Turner. I'm the editor and your host today. This surge in new COVID-19 cases is once again stretching healthcare resources to their limits. And we'll talk today about that with Larry Shackelford. He's the CEO of Washington Regional Medical Center in Fayetteville. Welcome, Larry. Uh, we're glad you joined us today. Thank you. Right. Very, very pleased to be here. Uh, and we also have uh, Janelle Jessen. She's our reporter who covers healthcare for us and uh, keeps us up to date with the, uh, with the developments with COVID-19 in Northwest Arkansas. Hi, Janelle. Good morning, Rusty. Thanks for having me. You're uh, you're welcome. I, I will point out to our listeners, too, that we're recording this remotely, so we're all three in different locations. Uh, so I, th- I think that's important to note uh, in these day in this day and age. So um, uh, so Janelle, let's start with you. You do you provide our readers with regular updates about what's going on. And I know you've got stories coming this weekend. Can you just kind of tell us uh, what readers might learn uh, from your stories that are coming up uh, Saturday and Sunday? Well, um, for Saturday, I'm working on a story about the number of hospitalizations in Northwest Arkansas. And as of yesterday, we were at uh, 166 hospitalized COVID patients in Northwest Arkansas, according to the Northwest Arkansas Council, which uh, records and reports those numbers. And that is just a handful lower than the all-time high of 173 patients we saw on August 11. we're, we're seeing the patients go up, you know, five, ten a day. So by the end of today, it may have even equaled or exceeded that number. Um, as far as luckily, we are not seeing as many patients in ICU beds or on ventilators that we saw um, during our all-time highs during the August surge. So, uh, so Larry, let's uh, let's talk about those high numbers of hospitalizations and the impact that's having on on your facility and other and other hospitals and medical facilities in Northwest Arkansas. What uh, um, uh, first off, how many COVID patients do you have at Washington Regional at the moment? Yes, sir. We uh, are are seeing all time uh, highs as 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 Janelle mentioned uh, earlier with with our region at a, a 166 inpatients yesterday uh, there was a day or two back in the 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 fall that that we we exceeded that um, but but are fortunate that that the number of ICU patients is staying relatively consistent one thing that's that's a little bit different uh, with with this surge is in addition to to high volumes in the inpatient area, we continue to see record numbers coming for for testing, continue to see large numbers wanting uh, urgent care services, calling PCPs that are, are, are ill and trying to get them seen same day. So it's not just the inpatient uh, impact, but it's it's really stressing health systems across n- Northwest Arkansas and in lots of different areas. Uh, 
Yeah. So so it's a different kind of stress than say, say what you were you were under uh, last last uh, fall when numbers were so high. Is that correct? It is, and you know the 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 other. Uh, aspect that is challenging is is more of our healthcare workers are are being impacted so at the time we're we're having record demand uh, there are more and more healthcare workers across northwest arkansas that that are are being are being impacted they're they're not able to 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 work because they themselves may have COVID, um, obviously, as, as schools uh, move to, to virtual, as, as parents have issues with, with child care, you know, all of those things make both of the trends of increasing numbers of patients and, and de- declining numbers of, of workers to care for those patients make that very, very challenging right now. Yeah. So, and uh, what are some of the strategies you're employing at Washington Regional to 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 uh, to to cope with the with the the um, those challenges with healthcare workers and increased demand? So we've tried to to be as 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 proactive as as we can, starting in uh, the the outpatient area when when the governor. Uh, was uh, able to get some National Guard uh, troops. Uh, we have six of them working here at Washington Regional. They're helping us in our in our testing center. Uh, we're trying to get folks through that drive-through line. We we think drive-through is is the 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 best way. That, that we can take care of, of the most numbers in, in as safe a, a, an environment as we can. So we've been uh, working there. Uh, we have uh, really at each of our urgent care and our, our other clinics looked at opportunities to create more same-day access. That may mean uh, po- postponing or delaying wellness or or other uh, types of of non-urgent visits to 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 make room for that and then you know in the inpatient care uh, obviously you know looking each day at patients that come into our our ERs and um, you know if, if there are cases, surgeries that, that are not uh, urgent or emergent, uh, if, if those can be, be delayed, then that gives us the opportunity to take staff that might be in, in those areas and, and have them to be able to, to care for COVID patients. So really, it, it is something uh, that, that our leadership team looks at daily, every, every morning. And uh, just just trying to ask ourselves, how do we take care of of all of our patients in in the most uh, m- meaningful way, as effectively as we can? 
Yeah. So in in the midst of this, of course, you're dealing with with folks who have other health issues and other 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 healthcare needs uh, uh, other than COVID all at the same time. So that's that's uh, um, quite the juggling act that you're having to do with uh, with, with with all of this. Um, uh, how is how how has this latest outbreak affected um, your your policies for visitation for someone who may be uh, you know for someone who wants to go visit a family member or a loved one who's who's in the hospital? What's is there anything different about uh, about the visitation policies now as compared to earlier? Yes, back uh, in the the earlier uh, portions of of this month, we did uh, feel like from from a public health standpoint, uh, limiting the the number of visitors uh, was important. Uh, we, we've tried to work with with other healthcare systems in in Northwest Arkansas. Again, it, it can be really confusing if different hospitals have different rules and and so we, we've really tried to to, to be consistent um, that that means that that in most uh, areas there's there's a, a limit of one visitor today um, we have tried to have visitors in in set visiting hours I do think we've learned some things over this this last two years and and one of the things we've learned is having a a caregiver that can be with you is is very important. It's very important to the uh, overall healing healing process. So, in addition to the the visitor, we have de- defined some rules uh, that uh, if if there's an adult who who needs to assist the patient with their daily personal needs, they can they can come and and we ask you know that they they stay in in either a designated waiting area or in a, a, a patient room. But we're really trying to find that balance of being able to protect our our, our t- team members, protect our patients. But also uh, be be sure we can be as as compassionate to that healing process as we can. Yeah. Um, I we seems we talk about uh, we do this podcast um, weekly, and it seems like every three or four weeks we're we're doing another one on on COVID, just because it's the it's the dominant it's the thing that 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 affects most people most of the time these days. So, but one of the things we always talk about is what what someone can do to protect themselves, to protect themselves from serious illness, to protect their family from serious illness, to protect, you know, to, to, to avoid, uh, having to be someone who has to be hospitalized for COVID. And, uh, I was just wondering if you, you, you know, what the, what the continuing advice is for folks who, uh, who, who are looking for ways to keep, to stay safe. Yeah. So Rusty, that, you know, that, that message really hasn't changed, uh, uh, a lot, you know, the 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 things that 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 we all know that that we've been told, you know, getting your your vaccine, getting boosters. We we are seeing now uh, a higher number of uh, patients who are not fully boosted that are needing in, inpatient care. Um, earlier, you know, as as high as as uh, ninety to. 95% of those that were in 
Northwest Arkansas hospitals were uh, un, unvaccinated, and uh, I think the the Northwest Council data yesterday that was about seventy percent. Um, so that the that mean, means that that vaccine uh, alone isn't 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 enough right now. So you know. You need to wear a mask. Try to uh, avoid large gatherings here. Here at Washington Regional, we've we've set uh, a policy of no more than than ten people in any gathering, asking the attendees of those gatherings to to be masked and and to be six feet uh, apart or 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 more. The other you know a, a advice is if. If if you're sick, stay home. But there's a balance there, right? You know this 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 pandemic isn't just impacting COVID patients. Um, we are are seeing, oftentimes people come to our our ER looking for you know routine testing or having mild s symptoms, and it's it's really important that our ER be able to to take care of of those that that are really sick, uh, those that are are uh, dealing with things like strokes and traumas and 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 those those type of of, of injuries and and illness. So it's 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 a balanced message of if if you're uh, sick, please, please to stay home. Uh, if your symptoms are mild, trying to go to either a a testing center or your own uh, PCP. But if if those conditions do get get more difficult, then our then our ERs are are here. All right. Janelle, I'll uh, I'll come back to you. Do you have anything anything uh, you'd like to add? Any any other uh, any other thoughts on on uh, what's happening these days as far as hospitalizations in Northwest Arkansas? Um, you know, just what we're seeing it increase every week, and um, I'm ready to see it, those numbers start going back down. Yeah, I, I I think we all are. I'm sure Larry is uh, <laughs> to see those numbers start going back down. And I suppose if there is any good news, it's that that the illnesses don't seem to be quite as serious. There is not as many people in ICU or on ventilators right now. Is that is that a fair assessment, Larry? That is fair. Yeah. Um, and even though Omicron seems to be impacting. Uh, those those less and and the the uh, of the total cases the the number that need that in hospital care is not as great as Delta, but it's just the the sheer numbers. You know we're we're we have seen days this week that there are two thousand positive cases in Washington and Benton County, and it wasn't very many weeks ago that 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 there weren't two. 2,000 cases are Arkansas-wide. So, uh, even though the the numbers are are less, just just with the the increase of cases, there's really really challenging times. Right. You know, I think there were 11,000 more than 11,000 new cases statewide yesterday, and that uh, it was probably the seventh or eighth day uh, out of the last two weeks where that that number was over 10,000. 
So yeah. uh, lots and lots of new cases across the state. Larry, anything else uh, to add? Anything else you'd like our, our listeners to know uh, about about uh, uh, Washington Regional's response to, to this this new new surge in COVID-19? Well, yes, you know, the, there is really an impact on our staff. Um, you know, our our caregivers are 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 strong, but they're tired, uh, physically tired, mentally uh, tired, and and they they really are heroes. But uh, you know, they are they are really approaching some challenging breaking points. Um, you know, we we do see everyday patients who are who are coming and uh, they're they're sick they're they're dealing with with illness they're dealing with other other stressors in in life uh, I, I know nationwide we we have uh, seen violence against healthcare workers at an, an all-time high and you know we we really, aren't going to tolerate uh, that that here at, at Washington Regional. Uh, I want folks to to know that our that our caregivers are are really wounded from this two year battle and uh, are are working in in uh, time frames that that are much greater uh, than 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 what they would like or or we would like. So I would just ask everyone to to be kind, to to be patient, um, to let them know that you care. Uh, it's going to take all of us doing our part, so that our loved ones, our friends, and neighbors, uh, that that if if they're sick, we're going to be here. And uh, that that's a great thought to to end on is that these these healthcare workers who are who are so stressed and so tired and and working so hard to keep folks safe that uh, uh, they truly are heroes and they do uh, uh, they do deserve whatever grace we can we as patients and we as family members can can afford them in these very difficult times. Uh, so so thanks for sharing that with us and uh, hope our hope our listeners take that to heart uh, as as we. As we muddle on through and try to get to uh, get to a point where we're we're back to more nor- um, to a to a more normal uh, more normal world. So um, I want to thank our guests today, um, uh, Janelle Jessen, our healthcare reporter for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, who's got a couple of stories coming this weekend that will update readers on on what's going on with the coronavirus in the region, and especially uh, our guest today, Larry Shackelford. He's the CEO of Washington Regional Medical Center in in Fayetteville. Larry, thank you so much for taking a few minutes and spending with us today. Thank you very much. Be sure to check out Janelle's update in Saturday's edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the coronavirus in Northwest Arkansas. And she'll also have another story on Sunday about how the coronavirus and this new surge with the Omicron variant is is affecting local nursing homes in the area. That's not all the great content we have coming your way. And I'll tell you about a few of the other stories. Lorinda Jinks will tell us about efforts to update Springdale's downtown master plan. The Northwest Arkansas Community College will launch a commercial driver's license program. It was established by the family of Willis Shaw, a pioneer in the local trucking industry. 
Tawnytown needs a new mayor, and we'll choose one in a special election in May. Doug Thompson will have all those details. Thomas Sacente will update us on what's going on with the U.S. Marshals Museum in Fort Smith and the status of CEO Patrick Weeks, who was arrested last month during a confrontation with workmen in his neighborhood. Monica Brick will tell us about plans for the upcoming Fort Smith International Film Festival this summer. In Sunday's What's Up Entertainment section, read all about The Mountaintop, a new play at Fayetteville's Theater Squared about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., in sports, we'll tell you all about the Razorbacks basketball game with Texas A&M on Saturday. Thanks to all of our subscribers for supporting local journalism. They'll have access to all of this great content, plus much, much more all weekend long. If you're not a subscriber, we'd love to have you. Just go to our website, nwaonline.com, and click on the subscribe button. Or you can call us at 479-684-5509. Again, that is 479 479-684. 5509. If you like the Know the News podcast, join us again next Friday. We're here every Friday with a new version, previewing the stories we've got coming up in the next week. If you like the Know the News podcast, join us again next Friday for a new edition. And you can subscribe to Know the News for free by clicking on the button on your device right now. Thank you for joining us today on Know the News. This is Rusty Turner saying we'll be back next week with a new edition.